0: Good morning and welcome to Current Radio. It's Friday, January 5th. Today, we're covering the release of runner Pistorius from prison on parole and Jokic's confident statement on his winning shot. Plus, we'll be discussing the initial NHL All-Star picks, including Crosby and Bedard, and Iowa DB DeGene's entry into the draft as a likely first-rounder. All this coverage and more, up next. Welcome to Current Radio's Sports Station. Please enjoy today's selection of sports news. In a significant development out of South Africa, Oscar Pistorius, the world-famous double amputee Olympic runner, has been released from prison on parole. Helena, our international affairs expert, is here to delve into the details. Helena, can you shed some light on this?
1: Certainly, Stephen. Pistorius has served nearly nine years of his 13-year sentence for the murder of his girlfriend, Riva Steenkamp, on Valentine's Day 2013. He was approved for parole in November, as serious offenders in South Africa are eligible for parole after serving at least half their sentence. So, what does
0: Pistorius' life look like now that he's out of prison?
1: Well, he's expected to live at his uncle's mansion in the upscale Waterkloof suburb of Pretoria. However... He will live under strict parole conditions until the remainder of his sentence expires in December, 2029. These conditions include restrictions on when he can leave his home, a ban on consuming alcohol, and orders that he must attend programs on anger management and on violence against women. He will also have to perform community service.
0: What has been the reaction to Pistorius's release, particularly from Steenkamp's family?
1: Steenkamp's mother, June, said in a statement that she had accepted Pistorius's parole as part of South African law. However, she questioned whether justice had truly been served for her daughter. She also expressed her desire to focus on the Riva Rebecca Steenkamp Foundation to continue her daughter's legacy. And what about the public reaction in
0: South Africa?
1: The reaction has been relatively muted, a stark contrast to the anger and protests that followed Steenkamp's killing. Themba Masango, secretary general of Not In My Name International, a group that campaigns against violence against women, said, he has ticked all the necessary boxes, and we can only wish and hope Oscar Pistorius will come out a better human being.
0: It's a complex situation, to say the least. Thanks for your insights, Helena, and we'll continue to follow this story as it unfolds. Now shifting to sports, in a thrilling NBA showdown, Denver Nuggets' Nikola Jokic made a game-winning 39-foot three-pointer against the Golden State Warriors, sealing a 130-127 victory for the Nuggets. Helena,
1: can you break down the significance of this moment for us? Absolutely, Stephen. This wasn't just a game-winning shot. It was the culmination of a remarkable 25-4 run by the Nuggets in the final 6.45 of the game. Nuggets coach Michael Malone and forward Peyton Watson both expressed confidence in Jokic's ability to make that shot. Jokic himself said he knew it was going in the moment it left his hands.
0: That's quite an impressive feat, but it wasn't just Jokic who shone in this game, was it?
1: No, it wasn't. Aaron Gordon added 30 points and Jamal Murray had 25 points. But what's really interesting is the comeback story here. The Nuggets were trailing by 18 points going into the fourth quarter. The Warriors had outscored the Nuggets 44-24 in the third quarter, shooting 75% from the field, their best mark in any quarter so far this season.
0: So how did the Nuggets manage to turn things around?
1: Well, according to Malone, it was a matter of mindset. The Nuggets didn't let their heads drop. They adopted a one-stop, one-score mentality, and managed to withstand Golden State's aggressive play. They became the more aggressive team, pushing, attacking, and getting more physical. This is the seventh time this season the Warriors had a lead of 10 or more points and still lost, and their fourth time with a lead of at least 18 points. That's quite a comeback. And I understand there was a key
0: defensive play just before Jokic's game-winning shot.
1: Yes, with just 6.2 seconds remaining, Jamal Murray intercepted an attempted cross-court pass from Warriors guard Stephen Curry. This set up the opportunity for Djokic's game-winning shot. Malone had three plays in mind, and the last one, which involved Jokic, is what occurred. Jokic's calm under pressure and ability to make the most of these moments is what makes him such a valuable player.
0: A remarkable game indeed. Thanks for breaking it down for us, Helena. Now, in NHL news, Sidney Crosby has been named an NHL All-Star for the 10th time. The league unveiled its initial rosters for the event, which will take place next month in Toronto. Crosby, the Pittsburgh Penguins' captain, was among the first 32 All-Stars chosen.
1: Helena, what can you tell us about the selection process? Stephen, the league's hockey operations department selects one player from each team. Fans will later have the opportunity to add more players through a voting process. Tom Wilson from the Washington Capitals, a Toronto native, was also picked and is an all-star for a second time. The Capitals had a special way of delivering the news to Wilson, with his dad breaking the news to him via video in front of his teammates.
0: That's a lovely touch. Now, who else has been selected for the all-star team?
1: Reigning MVP Connor McDavid is Edmonton's representative and league-leading scorer Nikita Kucherov was picked from the Tampa Bay Lightning. Other notable picks include Chicago Rookie of the Year front-runner Connor Bedard, Colorado center Nathan McKinnon, and defending champion Vegas center Jack Eichel. Austin Matthews, the first player to score 30 goals this season, is the first Maple Leafs player picked, though he'll almost certainly not be the home team's only representative.
0: And what about Brady Tkachuk from the Ottawa Senators? I understand he had a unique reaction to his selection.
1: Yes, Tkachuk is looking forward to the event, especially as it's taking place in Toronto. He told reporters in Seattle, I'm going to be the enemy. He's definitely planning to make the most of the opportunity. So what's next for the All-Star Weekend? The All-Star Weekend is set to take place from February 1st to 3rd. This year, the popular player draft is back, with celebrity captains being paired with NHL All-Stars to choose the four teams for the three-on-three tournament. Fan voting will determine the final eight skaters and four goalies. It sounds like an exciting event, and we'll be sure to keep an eye on the
0: fan voting and the final rosters. Thanks for the insights, Helena. Now, in the world of college football, Iowa defensive back Cooper DeGene, a unanimous All-America selection, has declared for the NFL Draft. Despite missing the final few games due to a lower leg injury, DeGene's performance has been nothing short of impressive. Helena, our sports analyst, is here to provide some more insight. Helena, what can you tell us about DeGene's decision?
1: Stephen, DeGene's decision doesn't come as a surprise. He's had a remarkable career at Iowa, and his performance on the field speaks for itself. He's a native of Odebolt, Iowa, and playing for the Hawkeyes has been a dream come true for him. He's had two interceptions and five pass breakups in just ten games, and he didn't allow a touchdown in 388 snaps of coverage. He's also been excellent as a returner, averaging 11.5 yards on punt returns. That's quite impressive. And I understand he's already projected
0: to be a top pick in the draft.
1: That's correct. ESPN NFL draft analyst Mel Kuiper Jr. projects DeGene as the number 13 overall prospect for the draft and the top draft-eligible cornerback. This is despite the fact that he suffered a lower leg injury in mid-November and missed Iowa's final two regular season games, as well as the Big Ten championship.
0: So it seems like DeGene's injury hasn't affected his draft prospects. Do you think this will have any
1: impact on his performance in the NFL? Injuries are always a concern, Stephen, but it's important to note that DeJean's injury didn't occur during a game but in practice. It's also worth noting that he's had time to recover since the injury occurred in mid-November. As long as he's fully recovered and maintains his performance level, I don't see it being a major issue.
0: Well, it's certainly going to be interesting to see where DeGene ends up and how he performs in the NFL. Thanks for your insights, Helena. And with that, we conclude our stories for today on Current Radio, and we look forward to bringing you more updates tomorrow.